Okay, he gave you okay. So, um, as you stated, I am the founder of AndreaAP.com, um, the Gold Digger brand. Um, I'm a mom, I'm an entrepreneur, but more than anything else, I'm a wife and a believer. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, you, you really encapsulated everything um, that I do. I am a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. I have been since fall 2003. I am currently serving in the role of third vice president of my chapter. And so, um, yes, that's me. That's who I am. <laughs> awesome. And tell them a little bit more about um, Gold Digger, your brand, because you have uh, journals, you have gear. Tell them more about what Gold Digger is so they can have an understanding of that. Yes. Yeah, so Gold Digger is um, a journal that I self-published on Amazon. It's basically a planning guide. It's a 52 a week planning guide that allows you to literally think through all of your goals and, you know, just helps you manifest them, you know, because you're able to write them down and then set a plan. And a lot of times we don't actually celebrate the small wins. And so it even has a section in there for you to celebrate yourself because sometimes we forget to do that. And yeah. so um, this vision was literally given to me by God on, on a Tuesday and by Thursday I had created the whole thing. So yep. um and literally <laughs> published it right and, and and had never self-published anything right so like like um then it just came became a brand um i i got it trademarked and so everything that we we have as a gold digger brand is yeah it's, it's everything right um of course i created everything from the the pictures to the the logo like this my little that's my logo um, and even that is intentional, right? Like it's open oh. bricks because everything requires a foundation and the gold digger brand helps you to realize that you have to build it brick by brick. It's not just going to yes. happen overnight, right? right. So that's, that's what, that's the gold digger brand. Yes, ma'am. See y'all? A boss, <laughs> honey, a boss. So I thank you so much for accepting this assignment. Uh, you have always been a genuine soul. One thing I've noticed about say, okay, Andrew, not going to say much. But don't think she don't see. But yeah. you had fun. You knew how to cut up. But we sound like, see, that's what I'm talking about. And then you a July baby like me. And then we in the same year. So, oh, yeah, I sell yeah. Yeah, you know it. I'm definitely an introvert, right? So this is definitely out of my comfort zone. Even though I do a lot of things in the forefront, it's, it definitely pushes me, you know, to, whoo, yeah, a different uh, uh, <laughs> Trust me. Oh, I know. But I'm so glad that you accepted this assignment. Um, so what we're talking about today, uh, what we've been talking about all month is just identity and trauma. What Identity 139 is, it is like a, a, a sisterhood platform, you know, as well as I know. Um, just the sisterhood brand, there's, um, we push for a positive connotation, but sometimes there is a negative connotation because of people's experiences with women and with women who are doing big things. Mm -hmm. And so what I wanted to uh, highlight was just because um, I'm doing something big and I know who I am and you're doing something big and you know who you are, doesn't mean that we can't come together and do something. Absolutely. Else. You know what I mean? And so I know the main, one of the main things that I've discovered in working just with women or period or what I have learned with myself is it's easier um to link up link up in sisterhood when i have an idea of who i am or someone recognizes she may be struggling with identity maybe let me walk alongside her and encourage her hey keep going i can't tell you who you are but baby i can pray with you i can walk with you i can you know help you on your road to self-discovery instead of 
you know, leaving me over there to try to figure it out on my own. Because, like, my uh, best friend and I, we uh, have connected two times on here. And one thing that she said was it took us a while to figure out who we were, and we did. Because we had people trying to tell us who we are. We had people trying to tell us what we're supposed to do. And we like, okay, we put a foot in that, and this ain't it. Like, we don't have any type of fulfillment. We feel weird. We feel like we got to change a piece of who we are to be pissed. And if, if this is who we are and what we're supposed to be doing, why do we have to change what we know is us to try to pursue this? Mm. So in the learning who we are, we recognize those who were doing that as well. And it's like, you know what? We're going to come up beside them and help be a mentor as we wanted someone with us because we were each other's mentor and we both were trying to still figure it out so what i love about you is when i met you if you didn't know who you were you pulled it off good because when i met you baby you already do 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 i was like how does she do it i mean she is a director over all these educators and like <laughs> she's not even 35 like <laughs> do that so what i want to talk to you about was um continuing with trauma because a lot of the trauma we have faced in life i feel like it does not make us who we are but those experiences have helped shape the way that we look at things and what we have tapped into within ourselves mm -hmm. so what i want to know is if whatever you're comfortable with and what you want to share with us a moment of trauma be it spiritual mental familial emotional uh friendship relationship whatever what moment of trauma have you experienced that helps catapult you to really dig into the fact of I know who Andrea is, or this is not Andrea, but this is Andrea. Name a time where that happened to you. Woo! That's a loaded question. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that is that's it's a great question. And and for me, I think it was a time, it's a very vulnerable moment for me. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so um, it was a time where um, my mom and I, we were literally at odds with each other. And I mean, a little bit of backstory, like I, I was born a twin, my twin died when we were three years old. So literally, I grew up with just my mom and I, right? And so um, my dad was incarcerated for most of my life, and then um, was murdered. So literally, all I had was my mom, right? Okay. And so when I think about um, her and I being at such odds with one another, it hurts so bad, right? Yeah. Like I'm in the third grade. I remember it vividly. I'm in the third grade. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't even know where to go, who to talk to, any of those things. But I just knew that my mother and I, we were not on the same page any longer. And I knew for me that that was not going to work. And so I had to figure it out as a third grader just listen to me right like figuring something out as a third grade was so tough because i know nothing right Quiet. and so but one thing that my grandmother taught me how to do was pray and so mm -hmm. the thing that i did as a third grader was pray to god like please help me like help me get through this help me have the conversation with my mother whatever it is that i need to do help me right and so i think that um with us not seeing eye to eye and us us not really being on the same page any longer i felt alone yeah. I felt isolated. I felt by myself. And God just had to remind me, as well as my grandmother, <laughs> that <laughs> I was not alone, right? And, like, I needed to um, continue to push. And so what I, like, really, really honed in on was my education. I felt like nobody could take my education away from me. Nobody could do that. 
And so I just literally focused and I played basketball. Those are the two things that really helped me to one, be a person of resilience and then two, get out of Chicago. <laughs> um, so like <laughs> initially in my mind, I was like, whatever I have to do, I just got to go right like that that was going to be my way of uh surviving and and surpassing any all of this because that was a very traumatic experience Absolutely. for me to not have the one person that i thought would be there for me forever right um of course we have since reconciled but i'm just telling you in this right. in this moment like that was a very huge deal right yeah and so um that really just helped me to like get myself together and say, no matter what, you have a choice to make. And that choice was get your education, do what you need to do and get out. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because trauma does have a way of changing you. And yeah. like you said, um, you chose the positive way versus the, the, the other way. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, how did you know at going through that how did you know when you were really healed from that moment of trauma because you know we, we think we heal from something and then when we talk about it or have a similar experience all those emotions come back up and we found ourselves in the same space as if it just happened so how did you know that you or how can we know as people who have gone through trauma how can we know when we have really healed from something yeah so when you identify what triggers you and what gets you in that place and those triggers come back up and they no longer affect you in that mm -hmm. negative manner, you know, you're on the journey of healing. I'm not going to say that sometimes it doesn't bring you back to like, man, that was tough. Yeah. Right. Cause I would be lying to say that emotionally, <laughs> like it just goes away. It does not. But right. what it does is it meant your, your, um, your emotions, are minimally impacted by those triggers i'll say it like that because i think that the first thing is you have to be able to identify what triggers you right? right like what what brings back that past experience and what how does it make you feel identify that and then decide make a conscientious decision that it's not going to happen it's not going to continue to happen and work towards um overcoming that for me, I had to go to counseling. Like for everybody, it's different, you know, but I, I'm a believer. I know how to pray. I know how to get in my prayer closet. I know how to do all of those things. I even know how to call my sister, right? Like one of you and right. ask you to pray for me. But I also knew that I needed something in addition to that. Yeah. I needed something that somewhere in a place where I could literally go and 100% release without the fear of judgment. And so yes. I had to get in that place and just go do it, you know? And so um, I think for me, like I said, like identifying the trigger and then finding the fact that it no longer affected me the way that it did before, mm -hmm. I know that I was on, you know, the path to healing. Yes. And I like what you said about counseling, especially in our community. I don't know why it is so hard for us to go to counseling and seek therapy. But we're, we're so, you know, it's, it's so easy for us to accept metformin when our sugar is out of whack or lisinopril if our blood pressure is slightly high. But when it comes down to our mental health, it's like, you know, we're quick and let's be real, we're quick to, you know, call mental health a demon. And it's not a demon, it's right. a health issue. And right. we're 
say, call it a crazy doctor, or I plead the blood of Jesus. We can plead the blood of Jesus like we do over them same diabetes, but you're going to take that metformin every morning and every afternoon. So why yeah. talk about the counseling and the, the steps you took to counseling and therapy and what's a good like place to start? You know, we say Christian counselors or find a counselor that meets your, you know, what you're going through or your personality. What steps did you take? Because that is so important. I'm so glad you said that. That's so important. Yeah. So for me, I found a family counselor. And the reason I found a family counselor was because in my mind, I wanted my mother to also attend. But even if she didn't, I knew that I was taking the steps for us to be able to mend what was broken. And ultimately, that was my goal, right? And yeah. so um, so the steps that I took, I literally Googled it, right? Like, that's, that's <laughs> the positive thing about the internet. It gives you access to everything. everything. But for me, I wanted someone who specialized in traumatic experiences, not just a, not just a, um, a counselor who was a, a, a clinician, right? Like someone who just, I, I don't know the technical terms for different counselors, but mm. um, I know that I wanted, I knew that I wanted somebody who could actually understand me and, and what my psyche was going through and mm -hmm. how to help me cope with those things and how to help me get past them. While yeah. also realizing whether or not my mom attended, I would be in a better place. Yes. So. Um, that's really what I did. I Googled it, I found, and I just released. Like I was, I was ready though. And that's yeah. the other part. I think you have to oh. identify when you're ready to release it. Because like one thing that I've always told myself that every single day that you wake up, you have a choice and you have a chance to do something different or to continue on the same path that you're on. Mm. I knew that I did not want to continue to be in a depressed state. So yeah. I had to do something different. So I made the choice and took the chance to go to counseling and it just helped me just be able to release and honestly talk to you right now. Yes. I wouldn't, right? <laughs> like, to be honest, I would just be like, yeah, no, Tiff, I'm good. Thank you for the invite, but no thank you. <laughs> you know? Um, so, that's I mean, so that's what, that's, that's real. That is so real. That is so good. Um, how do you feel that this trauma has played a part in your purpose because you know it does. Oh, when we think about everything that we've gone through, the traumatic experience and where we are now, we're like, see, I wouldn't have said it then, but had I not gone through that and even worked through those emotions, I wouldn't be able yeah. to blah, 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 whoop, whoop, whoop. So how did, even if not this trauma that you shared, but just another trauma that you dealt with, how do you feel like it plays a part of your purpose? I think that every experience that I've gone through has helped me to one like i've been an educator since i graduated college right and so like um so what's that 16 17 years so i think that it, it's really helped me focus on um helping other people who think they don't they can't get through something um because i've been through so much like and i chose the mom situation because i think that so many people may have situations with their parents that they think they can't get through Yes. and and they can right so i wanted to share that but then the other part is you know from um physical abuse like all of those things like just being a middle school principal 
having the ability to have those conversations with girls who did not understand like how to cope with certain things mm -hmm. or how to get through something. God has really like shown me that my experiences are for somebody else to learn that everything that you go through, you can get through, right? Yes. If you decide to face it, okay? So that's the thing. If you don't decide to face it, then you can never push through it. You can never get through it. You can't yeah. even get to it if you don't face it, right? And so yeah. I think that when, when I look <laughs> back, because going through it, it was not a good thing, right? Like I felt like it was like, um, super traumatic and, and right. just all of these different emotions yeah. but looking back in retrospect it's like God thank you thank you for allowing me the opportunity to get through it to have me my story help somebody else Absolutely. and so throughout my entire educational career I have been able to um, offer support I have been able to offer a, a counselor I've been able to offer a prayer you know a testimony whatever it was to help somebody get through a situation and not only that it just helped me know that i could get through anything yes like i, I have the mindset of like oh that's it like that's all you come in? you you just come in at just with that little thing oh yeah. no worries i know that i can get through that too because my I, i'm not afraid to face anything yeah because i've already been through the worst storm that i could possibly go through so yeah. anything that's before me is no worse than what's behind me so i know <laughs> that i'm able to just continue to push so that is so yeah. good oh that is so good oh i love it i love it i love it that is so so good um so that's how the trauma plays a part of our purpose so the trauma prepares us prepares yeah. and propels us in our purpose can we say yeah. that can we say that absolutely absolutely and and i don't know why this this whole idea of like facing it is like stuck with me right now like because like if we don't face it we can't fix it if we don't face it right. all we can do is try to sweep it under the rug right? Pretend like it doesn't exist, but it does because the triggers still trigger you. Like, and if you don't want to be in that situation, you have to do something different. Like, I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but that's not resonating with me for no reason. I know that somebody is probably like, oh, I can't, I can't face that. Yes, you can. Like if, if it would, if it happened to you, you got to know that the God that we serve, things don't happen by happenstance, right? Like there are things that that god already knew they were going to happen right? right like and there are things that we bring upon ourselves but at right. the end of the day he still knows and so when we think about it like that it just reminds me of jeremiah 29 11 right for mm -hmm. i know the plans i have for you and so we have to remember that whatever it is that you're going through went through um still dealing with yes face it. Face like it. those things you know you got to face it and re and remind yourself that there is a plan for even that thing too. So don't yes. think that it's just, it's, it's for nothing. It's yes. for something, even if it's not for you. And that's the part. Like we have to remember that everything that we go through is not for us, but it's for somebody else to see that if I got through it, you can too. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh my Ooh. God. I don't, I don't know. No, that's good. Face it, face it, stay there. So what if, what if someone's saying, but Andrea, how do I face it? How do I face it? I'm scared to face it. Like, what, what if I face it and it, it opens up something else and then I get so deep in facing and I can't. How do I successfully face this stuff? Because I want to be free, but how? 
Yeah. So the when you get to the root cause of something, that's that's what facing it does. Yeah. So it does make you dig. It does make you go deep. It does make you cry. It does make you do all of those things. But the reality is when you get to the root cause, you can then do something, right? Like, cause if you don't know what the root cause is, you can't, you can't move. Right. And so right. like, instead of just sweeping it under the rug, like, oh, it doesn't matter to me anymore. It doesn't hurt me anymore. It doesn't affect me anymore. No, be honest with yourself right. and say, these things affect me. And once you are able to identify what those things are, then of course it's going to start it's like the baggage is just gonna start like coming out you know what i'm saying like it's it's just literally gonna start coming out and for me i'm a writer so i write it down so i can see like yep i got through that thing yep like that happened to me but i'm done with it yep that's true i felt that way and it's over and so like i don't know what it is for you or or for anyone else who's watching this broadcast but the thing of it is you you face it so you identify and be honest with yourself so that you can dig deep it's gonna hurt like i'm not sitting here telling you that it's gonna be um peaches and cream because it's not there's gonna be a lot of nights where you cry a lot of times where you feel alone and all of those things but god also tells us that he will never leave us nor forsake us and we have to believe that when i'm going through and i feel like i'm down i can always depend on him nobody understands what i'm going through nobody can help me nobody but he can and because he sees that you're doing the work for yourself to heal for yourself to get better he will be right there and so all you have to do is open your ears because he's gonna guide your footsteps and all you have to do is ask him and then follow him right like you can't ask and then still do your own thing you can't do that you gotta ask him follow him continue to seek him thank him all of those things even when you're crying even when it hurt even when you want to stop even when you want to give up you still got to keep on pushing and you still got to keep on digging until you realize that that thing no, no longer hurts you that thing no longer affects you that thing like you can bring it up right now and i'm able to talk about it i'm able to talk about it and and, and get through it and help somebody else get through it because i'm over it that is so good dig deep and you said do the work, work. Yep. i feel like i need to have you and my best friend on here because y'all saying the same actually and her husband her husband said the same thing do something different y'all all are saying the same thing and yeah. it is because that is you can tell that is what y'all did to where you're at this place where i can tell you this because i i'm telling you what i know i did cry it did yeah. hurt I did write it down, but I kept going. I kept meeting God at the same place. Same space, same place. Ooh. And every time I was like, okay, now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now. And like I, like I already went through that. So like, you got to help me figure out what didn't I learn from it. See? Ooh. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> like we always say like, God, like get me out of this situation. Well, no, like God, like what? like let's let's start to change our perspective let's start changing our ask let's start changing what change. we're doing again like it's a choice it's a choice god gives us free will that's it so when you think about the choices that you have all of them have consequences positive or negative they have them and so yeah. you got to decide which which side of the finish line you're gonna be on 
right? Yes. Like that's, and that's completely up to you. We don't realize how close we are because we, we stop. See? We're like, oh, I, I tried it, and then I just couldn't push anymore. Well, you need to, you need to keep on going. Like, and I'm a, I'm a true testimony of what it looks like to just keep on going. You know, in 2017, even in 2017, that was a different traumatic experience. Oh, yeah. But, and still, just keep on pushing, keep on going, and keep on listening to what you hear the voice of God say. And I promise you, he won't lead you astray. He just won't. He won't. <sighs> Ooh, that was so good. Face it and fix it. Dig, dig, do the work. Change your ask. But you said keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop. Because it's going to be hard. It's going to hurt. All of those things. Yeah. But continue. Yeah. That is good. Woo. That is so good. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh <laughs> you can't you can't talk like this you ain't been through nothing right so this is like for everybody watching it's a testament of like how good god is like i cannot i can't i can't take credit like i honestly i can't but what i can say is because of my obedience because i continue to do what i heard god say i'm in a different place in some areas like I'm still working on because I'm what? not perfect and I'm not professing to be right at the end of the day. But what I'm saying is those things that truly, 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 truly made me who I am today is because I kept going. That's it. Going. Ooh, that is so good, man. Thank you so much. You girl, ooh, you left us with so much so much stuff i couldn't write it down i have to go back and listen this is some good good stuff because i really believe it's helping people because we do get stuck in trauma mm -hmm. we get stuck in trauma and it's a natural reaction to it but i think a lot of us more than not are in a place where i am tired of being stuck i know it's more to life than this trauma i know yeah. it's more to life than recycling these traumas and i need to know how to get through this but first, I got to face it. I got to dig deep. And, you know, I think about when you say digging deep, you're not going to you're digging for something. It's like you're using something sharp to move all that stuff out yeah. of the so I can get to it. And, you know, it, it, it don't feel good. It don't feel good. Something sharp hurts. If you, mm -hmm. if you, if you hit something, you, you know, you stub your toe. Think about it. You Ooh. stub your toe, that hurts. <laughs> like, and this is a different type of trauma. It's just like, oh, my gosh. Like, woo. It's gonna hurt. Like, deal with the hurt. Yeah. That's and how you heal. Help. Get some help. Get That's some help. Deal with it. Get some help. Yes. Like at the end of the day, if anybody say, Oh, you crazy. No, I was crazy when I thought I could deal with it by myself. That's right there. Like, like that's that's what it yeah. is. Because I heard people say if you go to a counselor, you're you're insane. Like mm -hmm. I heard that, that, that was like in my subconscious, like, and that's not true. Right. Going to a counselor literally helped me get through. Yep. That's yep. It. That is so good. That is so good. So y'all heard what she said. She left it <laughs> on fire, left it on fire. And again, I'm going to leave in the comments of, different places for counseling i mean on your job there there's a, this thing called eap i know that yeah. 
uh, employee assistance uh, program, program, they have um, some type of like first, we've used it. And we had like the first five visits were free. I guess it just depends on how your job is. The first five visits are free. Um, and then you can continue to keep going. Or um, there's betterhelp.com. They have qualified counselors. They even have financial aid for those who may not be able to um, economically pay for it. Um, Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship, they have free counseling. They do ask for, you know, they, I'm not going to say ask for, they welcome donations. Donation. Um, <laughs> in person or virtual. But mm -hmm. what Sis said, just get you some help. The same yeah. God that created those medical doctors for this insulin is the same God that created these clinicians um, or um, psychologists or therapists or counselors to help you through some stuff. That's right. Amen, y'all. That was That's some right. good stuff. If you just now tuned in, I do encourage you to go back and listen to the beginning because Mrs. Andrea Park said so much good stuff. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, dig deep, face it, change your ask, do the work, but most importantly, keep going. Keep going. Sis, if you can leave us um, with some words of encouragement and then pray over us. Thank you so much for accepting this assignment. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I know you are busy. It is like you are a hot commodity, but you took the time, <laughs> you know, to just share with us and conversate with us. And I appreciate that more than you'll because you're busy your mom and everything else so i really do appreciate it. yeah um i think my final thoughts would just would just be you can't push past anything that you don't face you can't pretend like it's just gonna go away you can't act like your feelings aren't real. Your emotions aren't real. Your mental state isn't real. You can't, you can't pretend like it doesn't matter to you um, because it does. It's affecting you, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your financial health, it's affecting you. And so you have to do something different in order to get a different outcome. And so I would just say that whatever help you need, get that. Because you only live one life and you have a choice to be on either side of the fence. That's what I got, sis. Right. Close us out in prayer. Of course. Dear Heavenly Father, you're so amazing, God. And we just thank you right now for those on this call. We thank you for giving um, my sister Tiffany Carter just a vision for this podcast, God. I thank you for just the insight and the things that are gonna manifest because of her obedience, God. I ask that anybody who, who watches this in the future, who was on this call now, continues to just push forward, God. I ask that you guide them. I ask that you lead them. I ask that you do the things that they think are impossible because you are a miraculous God. And all they have to do is ask, God, because you said anything that you ask according to your will, it will be done. And so, God, I'm asking you right now in the name of Jesus to stand in the gap for those things that they need. Remind them, oh God, that whatever it is, you have it in the palm of your hand and all you're waiting for them to do is ask for it, God. I ask that you just give them the courage Give them the strength and give them the fortitude to continue to push past any obstacle that may come their way. And then, God, I ask that anything that they think that may inhibit 
their ability to continue to push forward. You move it out of the way in advance, God. And we praise you in advance for the praise reports we're going to get, for the testimonies we're going to get, for the things that's going to manifest themselves in a positive way for those who are under the sound of this here voice, God. I ask you all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, sis. Yeah, oh, it's my so pleasure. Oh, we're going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do this again. But thank you again. I love you so much. I love you. And um, I know you have another meeting. So y'all yeah. show her some love. And check out AndreaAP.com. And yeah. go dig her on Amazon. Yeah. Until next time, y'all. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. And bye.